0: Hi Ash, hey Taryn. Um, so I have a fun fact. Oh, okay. Or fiction for you, right? Um, <laughs> did you know that lobsters pee out of their faces? No.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. I hate that. This I hate everything about Women's that. This website called Women's Day said so. Women's Day? Yeah, they pee out of their faces. I don't. Well, I. I feel like that's true. I mean they have a tail but like you would think it would no (laughs) no they do ash you think mermaids do too what because they have tails too
0: why would a mermaid pee out of their
1: face (laughs) where else would they pee from (laughs) if lobsters can do it mermaids can do it
0: human faces i think
1: well they don't have legs There's nothing down there. Why would your mind go straight to mermaids pee out of their faces? I don't know. That just was what? where I'm at right now. <laughs>
0: To be ashamed, Ugh, ashamed of yourself. It's a great no. question,
1: though. Where do mermaids pee from?
0: From their hoo-hahs. They don't have hoo-hahs. Yeah, they, they do. have
1: tails. How do they... They don't have hoo-hahs. You don't know. <laughs> I love that. You don't know. We're calling it hoo-ha. <laughs> <laughs> hoo <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of shark bait. Hoo-ha. Of course you did. Anyways. <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. This is Unsolicited Advice. I'm Ashley. That's Taryn. Oh. <laughs> Well, we love to give you guys our advice, and we're a hot mess right now. And, we? And that's where we're at. You. Oh. I thought we could do this together. Sure. I thought okay, we could we're be a, a united friend, but no, evidently actually,
0: not. I will say we both are very tired, and it's very rare that I feel like I'm dragging myself here to mm-hmm. record it, and mm-hmm. I felt dragged. Oh. Not I, that I don't yes. enjoy it, but I just, like... I was like, "How am I going to get my energy?" To up? clarify,
1: we love recording. Oh, love we it. love this podcast, and love we love it. you guys as listeners. But getting here was rough today. It was really hard, yeah. um, and we both deserve a gold trophy for <laughs> for getting our asses here on yes, time. We do um, because it took a lot of effort. Okay, it really did. a lot of effort. It
0: really did. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're here. Yeah, we made it. We we're already we two- made it. Oh my god, only two minutes. <laughs> So, so tired. tired. <laughs> uh, we have okay, so much more to do and talk about. So much to do. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything to catch the people up on. You know, it's the holiday season. It's December.
1: We're fully in the holiday swing.
0: Um, I I feel like most people now are like embracing the holidays. I mm-hmm. embraced long ago. Yeah, Taryn's been there, done that long ago. Been there, done um, that. You know what the struggle is about living with two YouTubers during the holidays?
1: Mm. We vlog every day?
0: Well, yeah. No, ah, that doesn't bother me. I'm used to that. It was like I wanted to decorate for Christmas like in November. Right. But they save it to be a part of Vlogmas. Mm -hmm. So I struggled, but we're in December, so I'm okay now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when you vlog every day, you need to have something you to have vlog.
0: To, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't I mean, just It, makes it sense. can't just be the same thing. It makes sense. So, yeah.
1: Setting up the Christmas tree is one of those things that we always do December 1st. <sighs> for the vlog.
0: So we can vlog it. Do it for the vlog. Do it for the vlog. Um, I don't think there's anything new. No. That I need to share. Wow, we're just, you know, so interesting today. <laughs> I don't have anything to share, but I have a really weird complaint in my life right now. Complaint? Yeah, so like, as anyone, I'm slightly addicted to TikTok, right? Right, for sure, I'm And Same. I feel like my For You page used to be so good. Oh. Like, they had me figured out. It Like, was people getting hurt, people just like doing stupid skits, like mm-hmm. whatever. It's so off right now, so like, I don't even enjoy like my night ritual of like going on <laughs> scrolling having a couple laughs like now it's just like all like clips of movies movie clips yeah have you gone onto to that side of TikTok people I will have... literally like it'll be like part one and it'll go to like part 20 and it's just like them recording a TV like playing a movie no it's a weird side of TikTok I don't like that I will say I don't like but, that but um and I don't know why I felt the need to complain about that but I got it out and I feel better
1: I mean, I feel like TikTok's really good at figuring you out, so I'm surprised that you're off right now. Taryn's typically is like the epitome of funny. Yes. Like, we, Taryn and I, have on numerous occasions sat down and just scrolled through her liked videos because they're so funny. We even had a friend's birthday party at our house once, and we insisted that everyone go through. And watch all of Taryn's it was liked like videos. Ou- we sat there for we two hours. We sat there for yeah. hours and laughed hysterically. Like, it was hilarious. It was so funny.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm disappointed. That bums
1: me out. I you know, know what that means? That means you need to be more active on it, probably.
0: But it's, it sucks, so I don't want to be active. Yeah. So I'm in, a, I'm in a loop. But
1: it's one of those, like, you have to be active for it to know you kind yeah, of situations. You know what I mean? It mm. doesn't know me. Mm. It was the
0: one thing in my life <laughs> that really knew me. <laughs> I'm no, offended. No, I have nothing. Oh, sorry. So sorry. I'm upset. I love you so much. I'm a throw of fit. I love you so much. Uh, should we just, like, get into Yeah, because, you know... <laughs> you know... <coughs> I'm, I'm not here today. You really aren't here. I feel like my not here and your not here are very different.
1: Yeah. My not here means Taryn does all the talking.
0: <laughs> my not here... I still like am functionable. You're not here. Like you're not. I'm functionable. not functional. No, I need to go lay in bed and yeah, fall asleep to a movie. Full. That's what I need. But That's what least, I need like, right now. You embrace it, and I feel like I've learned to like navigate it well. Like I'll just be like, "Are you not? At a, you can't listen to me right now." And you'll be like, "No, yeah." I'm
1: like, okay. Once I've zoned out a, th- a good like two or three times, just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't bother. <laughs> Don't try to bring me back in
0: good time I'm floating
1: off into the the next. anyways yeah okay yeah Continue. Let's, we're gonna, Continue we're gonna roll pass go that. ahead
0: um we're gonna go ahead and enter into tearing it up see if this can like live god up. yeah and then you can go first so then i would love we could like you know get through me we so could we just like get, get you. your parts over and then you could just like, <laughs> imagine i read my story walk out the
1: room and it's just you left with Taryn. I actually, I feel like a good, uh, most of you guys would prefer to just listen to Taryn talk.
0: Would Ash. you ever have an,
1: a solo episode?
0: I mean, if I could had. Could you do to. a solo
1: episode? I think so because I entertain myself all the time. You would just have to sit there and just talk. The only thing <laughs> is, like, if your brain goes blank, you out of luck. But my brain doesn't go blank. See, mine does.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could see you being like, hold on, Mark, and just sitting for like five minutes.
1: It would be like a quiet. <laughs> Actually, that could be kind of funny.
0: We both if do solo episodes? If it's like episode? edited
1: properly. Yeah. What if you did a solo episode and you allowed me to edit your episode? That could be fun. Okay, as long as I don't have to edit yours. <laughs> it's supposed to be a trade Taryn. How dare you? I'm Read fine. the Taryn it up. Okay, I'm reading it. Um, anyways. For those of you who don't. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, tearing it up is the segment where you guys send in absolutely hysterical, funny stories, just let um, me. so we can get a good laugh. Um, <laughs> that's why it's titled tearing it up. It
0: is okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> this one, I forgot what the title is, and I don't know how to go. Oh, this is called a holiday tearing it up. A holiday
1: tearing it up. How perfect! This is great.
0: It is perfect. I and love great. themes.
1: Me too. themed ta- theme <laughs> <too>. stories. What? <laughs> I don't Shut know. Up, <laughs> Again, <laughs> just stop. just going <laughs> to <past. laughs>
0: roll past that. Okay. Hello, Ashley and Taryn. Hello. Y'all requested Embarrassing Holiday Stories, and I'm here to deliver. Fantastic. I'm like Taryn in many ways. Not only am I an Enneagram 2 wing 3, oh my gosh, but I also have ridiculous things happen to me that no one can believe. I wonder if there's like a connection there. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Possibly blood
0: related. No, I mean like to the enneagram and bad stuff happening. With Mother you. F, why would I be blood not, related? I don't know. I was like, I sure. just have cousins wandering around. I don't know about. You didn't clarify. You okay. didn't clarify.
1: That left plenty of room oh, for me to did assume it? things. Okay, did
0: it, Ash? it left
1: Mermaid plenty of wiggle <laughs> Plenty <laughs> of wiggle room for me to assume.
0: Shh, shh. shh. Okay, we're gonna keep going. Now? I quit. I know. Just leave. I hope you enjoy this story, and it makes you feel less alone, Taryn. It did. Okay. This embarrassing tale takes place on December fifteenth at the Westlake Village Ice Skating Park. I don't know where that is. Do you? Uh, in Westlake? Don't we have like Westlake <laughs> out yeah. here? Yeah, yeah. But I wonder if it's. the I'm same. sure there's a Westlake in a lot same. of different places. No, I know, I know, it's not the same because of a fact that will come in a minute. During the holiday season, they convert Convert the lake into an ice skating rink. We don't have what a lake? lake? <laughs> we don't have a lake. <laughs> accompanied, <Taluka>. <laughs> <laughs> accompanied by twinkling lights, holiday music, and festive decor. I have included a photo of the ice skating rink <clears throat> so you can picture the chain of events I'm about to tell you. Okay, can you see? It's like the oh my rink god, that's beautiful. And then beautiful. there's the water. That is beautiful. So pretty. You know what that reminds we'll me of? We'll post it.
1: What? Hotel Dell? In so San pretty. Diego. Should we go there? Has an ice rink and it's right on the beach.
0: I'm not good at ice skating, but I'll go. It's right on the beach it's beautiful. My co-worker had asked me out on a date, their first date, and brought me here. Cute. I thought it was so romantic and felt straight out of a cheesy Hallmark Christmas films, which, by the way, those slap.
1: I'm not a fan.
0: I love them. I don't like them. We've talked about this before. Taryn's obsessed. It's I can't say it. always... The best plot, oh, is it? Yes, like no. your dog was related to Rudolph, so then he runs away, and when you chase him, then sand is there, and then you get recruited yeah. to the North Pole. Yeah. It's great. It's beautiful. And what what it and is is you just you have to, fall you just have
1: to embrace the cheese. The cheese is not going to. anywhere, and you just have to go. And
0: nothing is working for me in my own life, <laughs> so and everything works for everyone in those <laughs> movies. So I just pretend A sense I'm of in satisfaction. It. Yes, got okay. it. I thought, nope, read that already. The date was going perfectly as we were skating around, holding hands and enjoying the festive spirit. As we were skating around, I suddenly felt something hard and cold hit the back of my head. I turned around and saw a group of teenage boys throwing snowballs from across the distance. How dare they? How dare they, but like how fun. Yes, but also but those hurt. how dare they? Yeah, those hurt. I laughed it off and continued to try and skate when suddenly more snowballs came raining down on us. Uh -uh. The person behind me got hit straight in the face, which made them fall fall into me. I started to slip on the ice and tried to grab the wall to steady myself, but tripped over another person's skate as they went by, causing me to fly over the wall into the lake below. (laughs) Oh
1: my God! Rough <laughs> on that a is first also, date.
0: That is also very hallmark movie. It is very Hallmark. Well, how did she? I don't remember the do picture. You? The gate. It's like literally just like a wood fence. Oh. So she was going to grab the wall to steady herself. Got it. And then someone had the fallen. Fence. She went she to grab the fence and went over. Got it. Because. Yeah. Which honestly I was
1: picturing like a skating rink and it's pretty hard to fall over those walls. Well did you look at the picture that I showed you? I wasn't paying that much attention. But I see it oh my god. (laughs) I'm feeling attacked. (laughs) Just kidding, I love you.
0: Um I'll show do you wanna see it again?
1: No. (laughs) I remember what it looks like.
0: Um but I'm just picturing like that's very hallmark like fall in the water and then he helps you out and you're yeah. so embarrassed and He's then you get married. Mother forking, prince charming,
1: and he yeah. slips
0: a glass uh-huh. slipper on your shoe. Yep, yep, sure. Glass slipper on your shoe. <laughs> you should just take a nap real quick.
1: I am leaving. I don't need to, I clearly should not be here. I feel like I'm like doing something illegal.
0: (laughs) Uh, Continuing, as I surfaced, (laughs) what? As I surfaced from the water, I saw everyone, including my date, looking at me from above. I was mortified, and all I wanted to do was stay under the water and pretend that didn't just happen. I swam back to the shore to the best of my ability with, with skates, skates on. With skates <laughs> on? Oh, my God. How do you not drown? It's like all arms.
1: Imagine <laughs> accidentally like slicing a fish or something like Dang. that. <laughs> that would Kicking. suck for the fish.
0: I mean. They're just like, doo doo Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um... As I tried to get myself back on land, I continued to slip and fall into the mud. My date quickly came. Yeah, my date quickly came and helped me out of the water, and we made our way back to his car so he could take me home. I felt so bad because he got his car detailed for our <gasps> date. Oh no! Which went Adorable a, went a chicken
1: dinner. Adorable. And
0: there I was soaking his seats with mud and lake water. That's rough. That's lake water's water. Water. Yeah. Needless to say, that was our last date. But that—why is that needless to say? That butthole. (laughs) What a butthole! (laughs) (sighs) That was our last date. Calling someone a butthole. Yeah, it's so funny. Or butthead, but (laughs) it's funny too. Um, and I will never ice skate again. Hope you all enjoyed my story, and you both have a safe and happy holiday. Your faithful listener, Amanda. I. That's really. I could not imagine. Having that whole
1: experience, let alone it being a first date.
0: But I feel like those are like, those are the dates that like something lasts when you like found it on something crazy. Like, well, that. you would think so, but I didn't. Evidently not. However, I'm sure both of them,
1: including him, will always remember that one time oh, yeah. they went on the yeah, date. And as they should. She went over as they should into the water. Dang. So Did you good. ever have anything super embarrassing happen on a first date? <sighs>
0: Which one of four are we talking about? No, I'm just kidding. Seriously. I'm like like worst worst um, one. My worst first date, honestly, nothing too crazy. I've had a couple of bad dates where I was just like, oh, like I'm not into this, and it went on forever. But I went on a blind date when I was younger, and he took us to Carl's Junior, <laughs> which, like, if it would have been Del Taco, I would have been like, cool, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm not, like, a huge Carl's Jr. fan. And then we went mini golfing, and there was a really cute couple in front of us. Mm-hmm. And everything that the guy did to the girl, he would do to me. Like, literally. What? Ev- like, the guy moved the log so it hit the girl's ball when she was trying to hit it, and they, like, laughed. So then we go to that hole, and he grabs the log and hits my ball and like like laughs, but it was so obvious, and I was like, "You do realize, like, I'm seeing this stuff too." That's kind of psychotic. It was not super funny. I think he was like nervous and didn't know how to act, but I just it made it so uncomfortable. Yeah. It was a long date. Yeah, interesting. Well, I was thinking more yeah. like embarrassing. I, I don't think I've embarrassed myself. I don't myself think yet. I've ever
1: done anything super embarrassing yeah, on a first. I haven't been on a lot date. Yeah, I'm trying to think of so. something, but I don't think I have anything. I'm the I'm the smoothest. <laughs>
0: you're pretty. You're pretty on guard. Oh yeah. When you go, absolutely first dates. So I could see like nothing happening because you're like, I will not let. I'm not it myself happen. until
1: at least date four. <laughs> yeah. That's to probably be, why they only, real. they only last a couple days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've gone on a lot of first dates. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this girl's weird and boring. <laughs>
0: oh man. Oh shoot. Anywho. Go to
1: your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Okay, well, I'm gonna go ahead and get into my story, which I'm actually really excited about because I don't think that we have discussed this topic.
0: We've talked about
1: this topic, but not in this sense or in this situation, which I feel like is very interesting because it's one of our most popular topics. Dating. No, oh. but also it has a twist where you're like, oh, interesting. Like it's, I what feel like it's, it's our most popular. To- it's is one it? of our, let me, can I finish here? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, gosh. It's one of our most popular topics, but it has a little bit of a twist, which I feel like is going to make our conversation very interesting. Okay. Also, we live in LA where I feel like we can talk about this a lot. Oh, <clears throat> this one is titled growing up with a mom full of plastic surgery anonymous is what she says first line all caps anonymous oh oh but is this bo- body positivity body positivity
0: caught it okay yes well, sideline i would have guessed her mom has a lot of yeah yeah, yeah i would have guessed it was something dating by our most talked about topic Oh, well, but that's we do. the most but talked this, about. Yeah, yes. yes. Okay. So, like, that would be my second guess. Yeah, don't, don't try to shoot me down, Taryn. Oh, I'm not. I was trying to guess. Don't I'm, try to. I'm don't. trying to participate. <laughs> Let me be here. Okay,
1: I'm going to start reading now. Um, they write, hey, Ash and Taryn. She called me Ash. I love you too. Um, I love the pod so much. I've listened to every episode of your podcast except the October series because I'm way too scared for that. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm just going to get right into it. I've always struggled with loving my body. Ever since about sixth grade, I felt like I was the bigger girl of the group. But when I look at pictures of me from the past, I think I look so tiny and I wish that I could go back to that size. Even though I know that when that picture was being taken, I thought I was huge. I know that no matter what size I am my body will never be perfect to me and that is something I'm always going to struggle with it's gotten better now that I'm a junior in high school even though I've gained weight I've started to learn to love my body which is amazing congratulations yeah I still have bad days more often than not but that's not what I'm writing to you about Ever since I was a little girl, my mom has always preached body positivity. She would always tell me that I wasn't allowed to say bad things about my body and that I was perfect just the way I was. This may seem like it was good, but I actually grew up feeling like I couldn't talk to anyone about my insecurities because it, quote, wasn't
0: allowed in the house or in the family. Dang, that's a crazy dynamic where you feel like you're doing... Like, on the outside, it sounds like, oh, good for that mom. Yeah, what a good mom. But then, yeah, she still needed a safe place. place. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dang. Um, She continues, about six years ago, I found out that my mom had a boob job. I was heartbroken when I found this out because she had expected me to love my body the way it was, but clearly she didn't love her own, question mark. Over the years, I found out that she has had a lot of plastic surgeries, like a tummy tuck, Botox, boob job, things done to her vagina, etc. And every time I find out something new, I get more hurt. I'm all for plastic surgery. I think if you wanna get something done, you can, and it's no one else's business. But for some reason, it makes me really sad that my mom has done all of these things. Growing up with Only Sisters, my mom would walk around naked a lot and sleep in like a bra and underwear, so I saw her body all the time. I grew up thinking her body was perfect and wondered why mine didn't look like hers. For years, I thought that there was something wrong with me because my boobs weren't as perky as hers or because my tummy wasn't as flat as hers, but it turns out that it was all fake. Tonight at a family dinner, my mom and her sisters were talking and I obviously was eavesdropping and it turns out that most of them have had plastic surgery and it's all very natural and I would have never known if I hadn't heard them say it. Now I'm just laying in bed questioning everything. My mom and aunts are women I've looked up to my whole life. Obviously, they have insecurities, too, if they've gotten plastic surgery, but I just feel betrayed for some reason. I can't understand how I'm expected to love my body when clearly they can't love theirs. You would think that knowing that they all had plastic surgery would make them feel better because it's all fake, but it doesn't. Wait, I said make wrong. her feel better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 I followed. Yeah, um, it's all fake, but it doesn't. I feel worse about myself knowing what they've done. I don't really know if I'm asking for advice or if I just wanted to tell someone about how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. but I'm laying in bed after that family dinner and it just felt like I needed to write to you guys about this. Thanks for listening to me anonymous. Hi, yeah, interesting though, right? Yeah it's like the body positivity that mm-hmm. we talk about and love and preach all the time. but then like this weird this weird twist where it it's it's like you want to say. That, oh, anyone can do whatever they want to their body. But then it's frustrating when you're told, oh, you're perfect. You don't need to do anything when that person is all clearly doing stuff to their well, body.
0: There's It's funny because this I feel like there's certain situations where you look from an outside perspective and you're like, wow, if just like a couple tiny things were just slightly different, this mm-hmm. wouldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm. But I think all of this boils down to like open honesty like if her mom was more open with her being able to like just talk about her insecurities or if her mom was honest about hey like yeah I've done this stuff to my body I think it's the whole like she feels betrayed and she feels like okay I've been getting these double messages Mm -hmm. and it shakes like who cuz your parents are your like foundation for stuff. Yes, I love that you said that
1: cuz that's exactly what I was going to say. Um one of the biggest fights me and my sister have ever been in and Taryn was there for the whole thing. Um, I I was. was a big deal because I had it wasn't what I did, it was that I didn't tell my sister. Yes. Um, So I wouldn't be shocked, and I agree with Taryn, that I bet it's not the plastic surgery that you're mad at or the fact that your aunts have boob jobs and tummy tucks and stuff like that. It's the fact that you didn't know about it. Yeah. When they've been preaching nonstop. A message
0: that seems to be opposite. Right. Because I don't think all people... I think, well, I mean, I think plastic surgery is very much an individual decision. Yeah. I might not agree with, like... Not that I don't... I'm more just like uh, oh like I don't think you need that when I see people. Right. No one needs it. But I think it's not as much that it's the it's the preaching you don't need to change anything about you. You're perfect the way you are. You, nope, we're not even talking about insecurities cuz that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And then being like but your body who I've been comparing my body to is not even your body. So like yeah. how that's such a weird dynamic. Yeah, and
1: I will I will say um on your mom's defense, I don't know how young I would want my kids being exposed to plastic surgery. Did she say how old she is? She's a junior in high school. Oh, but yeah, I feel, yeah. in my personal oh, opinion, yeah, 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 with yeah. Yeah. my kids, I, I feel like I would tell them around that age. Or not not tell, not not tell them, <laughs> but I would want them to not feel like they need it at that age. Cause I'll, I'll come right out and say it after I have kids, I might do a mommy makeover because I might, I don't know. Yeah. Um. That's something I would probably look into. I don't know if I'll actually do it, but it's on, it's in there. It's in the back of my head yeah. one day. Um. And you know, maybe that's something that happened to your mom. Like maybe she wasn't expecting it and then had kids and was like, you know what? I'd like my boobs to look a little nicer, you know? Yeah. Um. I wouldn't be shocked if she's wanting you to not even think that way at the, at the in the age of high school. Because high school is such a, a dramatic, like, I hate everything about myself. Like, it's mm-hmm. so difficult. And you can really easily spiral in comparison from in comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. um Let alone, like, plastic surgery.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because I feel like as a parent, if I was going to communicate that, I would want to do it in a very, like, intentional way of sitting them down and being like, hey this was a choice I made because of this, this, and this, Mm -hmm. but I don't want that to reflect on you, you know, how you view your body or for you to think like how I view my own body. So I feel like it just, it it should have been a much more like delicate discussion versus her like finding out all this stuff and being like, wait, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it, I think what would be cool because
1: clearly your mom, your mom seems very open about, communicating about body yeah. positivity and stuff like that she obviously was hiding this from you but I think it would be really cool if you're able to like say hey can we talk about the fact that you've gotten all these surgeries done can you explain to me why and like why you'll preach uh, love yourself at me but you can't love yourself can you explain that to me
0: Yeah. oh my I'm gosh sh-
1: I'm sure she would love to sit down and explain yeah. why like I personally I haven't had any surgeries done but I get filler under my eyes because Taryn knows this but obviously listeners don't Um, I have the, like, deepest, darkest under eye circles that have been an insecurity of mine since, like, I don't know. I've always had bad allergies and I always blamed it on that. But, like, high school. Yeah. And that's something that once I started doing it, I was like, I loved it. Mm -hmm. And there's a very specific reason as to why I get that done under my eyes. And I would tell anyone. Yeah. You know? And I feel like your mom probably has a very similar story as to why she chose to get those things done and maybe having that conversation with her and hearing her out as you know why she chose to do it might be very beneficial for you.
0: Well, yeah. And I think it'll be freeing for you to be like, Hey, I just want to have an honest conversation and I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to be like cruel and anything I'm saying or for surgeries. Yeah. Like I feel a little bit messed up by like, the way stuff's handled and Mm -hmm. you made me feel like i couldn't even voice insecurities and you made me feel like i had to accept my body but then i'm finding out that like you changed yours so like all these mixed messages are making me feel really confused about like where i stand on how i view myself and how just i like view women and body and whatever Mm -hmm. so i feel like it needs ultimately like After I heard that entire thing, I was like, okay, like, a conversation needs to happen. Absolutely, yeah. And then from there, I think you need to find independence in forming your own beliefs and, like, walking forward being like, hey, no matter what, like, my mom said, no matter what, like, I felt or how this shifted my opinion – Either way, moving forward, like I'm going to own this is how I view like my body and this is what I'm doing to work on my confidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I will say I do think there is a there's still very much a stigma
1: around um, plastic surgery Mm -hmm. and anything done to getting anything done to you. But I do think that um, the common denominator here is self-love and and realizing that every woman gets to choose whatever the hell they want to do with their body. Yeah. Um, If that means surgeries. Cool. Like good. Good for you. If that's what you want, do it. If that's not on your list at all and you think that that is, you know, uh, fake or doesn't fit your lifestyle, then fine. Don't do it. But we shouldn't be trying to tear each other down because of those things Mm -hmm. or v or compare ourselves to someone who is completely, you know, has gotten a lot of surgeries and then, like me, for example, there's been a lot of times where I've stood next to people at events and I've just been like, dang, yeah, her jaw could cut a Glass. woman, yeah, <laughs> you know, or like her lips are so plump and I mine disappears when I laugh. Like, you know, like it's so easy to get lost in that comparison and we need to stop that.
0: Well, espe- I mean, especially when it has to do with people who have altered an yeah. appearance. Like, yeah. why would you... Why would you thrive to be like someone who, like... Strive. Just looks... What would I say? Thrive. But we all all followed. Thrive and strive. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, you can't, like... For me to, like, look at someone and be like, Oh, I'm so jealous they got so skinny. Well, if they did it with the surgery, like, that was the choice that they made. So, of course, it's immediate results because they... They did a procedure to get that, so mm-hmm. I can't expect right. me to like start eating hold. different, and then all of a sudden I have a flat stomach. You can't and hold
1: the same timeline to no, yourself, like. Yeah.
0: But even, but even like not just with surgery, even like me and you, like. Mm-hmm. We could both start eating the same exact stuff and doing the same exact workouts mm-hmm. and it would have different impacts on both of our bodies. Like I have
1: so many friends craziness. that thrive on cardio. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. Weights have always worked for me. You mean
0: strive? I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
1: yeah, no. Oh, I
0: was like, did I mess no, no. up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it really is, I agree with Taryn, it's recognizing and this is like, the message to be taken away from this, is that recognizing that every single body is different and every single yeah. person is different. And you, Taryn, get to choose to do whatever you want to your body, just like I get to choose whatever yeah. I want to do to my body. And that doesn't mean that either of us are right or wrong. Yeah, That's just the gift of being able to choose what you want to do with yeah. your Yeah, and ugh, comparison really is like the devil. It's bad. I will say, anonymous, I feel like it would be, it would have been hard for me in high school mm. to, see my mom having a perfect body and me feeling like I didn't yeah so I want to go ahead and recognize that and I I feel like that would have been really hard for me also um and then realizing that a lot of it's fake then I would be like well geez like (laughs) um so I I am sorry that you're feeling this type of way but I think your mom sounds like she would be down to have a conversation yeah and I think you should initiate it
0: yeah I fully agree and I mean, loving, loving bodies is hard just as is. So that's a lot of extra added stuff and hurt and feeling like betrayed and all that stuff to add on top of an already very like sensitive topic. Mm -hmm. So I would try to separate as much as possible. Yes. And be like, I'm going to deal with this thing with my mom. I'm going to deal with like the fact that like I'm a little bit shattered in my beliefs. Let me like restructure. And then as I've like sifted through that now i'm gonna get back to like what can i do daily to make myself feel like i am beautiful and i'm worthy of everything no matter what my body looks like. daily
1: affirmations are an easy go-to thing that you can do um a brand new pair of shoes always does it for me but that's just (laughs) that's me personally
0: honestly you know what i've been doing a lot of and i don't i don't know if this is tmi but i'm just gonna push through the Mm. awkwardness it's not um, this is a safe place I've been making myself like get ready naked <laughs> like yeah my face serums like washing my face doing all this stuff yeah doing my hair and I've just been like making and I'll like dance and I'll just yeah. be like looking at myself and I don't know why I've come to like love my body so much more yeah. because now it's not something that I'm like oh I just throw on clothes and try to hide it now I'm like looking at my body and I'm like then, girl you hot like, like what are you whining about it's, you know? it's weird how it's the unspoken thing is the
1: way you said throw on clothes and try to hide it is there's a sh- obviously a shame factor there oh so much so yeah. but what's fun is and I agree one of my favorite things to do is to get ready and like my undies and bra or whatever yeah. and dance sexy in the mirror um, it hypes you up So much. And I feel like people talk about this when it comes to like job interviews to like look at look at yourself in the in the mirror. In the the mirror while you talk and like feel that confidence and and fire yourself up. Same thing happens. Like if I'm nervous going out on a first date. Yeah. I'm in my room listening to music, looking at myself in the mirror, being like, damn girl, you hot. Doing the
0: robot. Yeah. Like, oh
1: I'm like not feeling myself I'm about to go out. I'm like I'm in my room, listening to music, dancing in the mirror, yeah. being like, damn girl, you hot. So you have to. You have, you have to, to gas
0: yourself up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got this. You totally got this. Yeah. I think just go into this conversation, get everything out that you need to. Own
1: the conversation. You are the conversation.
0: Yeah. Be the conversation. And learn to love your curves. There's nothing wrong with being the curvier one in the group. Like Mm-mm. you speak into the crowd over here. And oh, yeah. I will say, I've noted, like You're going to pull different guys than like the other ones would pull and vice versa. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's easy to be like, oh, my gosh, like guys only like my friends. No, there's going to be guys that are like, "Mm, nah, she's not it. You know, like she's too skinny.
1: I know so many friends and so many acquaintances that were all stick thin and they're getting boob jobs to (laughs) have some kind of curve. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm serious. Like, there's a reason they're getting those surgeries is because they don't have those curves. So, yeah both ends of the spectrum can be very toxic and we need to learn to love ourselves yeah, I agree. have those conversations with friends with moms who have plastic surgeries <laughs> um, and with ourselves um, I'm proud of you for having this conversation with your mom because I know you're gonna have it and
0: um, yeah thanks for writing in So just like always Ash. Yeah. We seem to pick stories. How do we do this? I honestly don't know.
1: I was like, oh, we haven't, I feel like we haven't had a body body positivity one in a minute. I'm well, going to pick this not, one.
0: Not in that way. Okay. But like, yours is an issue with mom. Oh. Mine is the daddy issues. Oh. Oh. Well, Isn't that nuts? We all have one of them. <laughs> or both. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you good? <laughs> not me, but well. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Love you, mom. Love
0: you, dad. <laughs> uh, dad. Okay. Um. So this one is called toxic family and daddy issues. <laughs> there's so many people listening right now that are like, woof. <laughs> yeah. I'm, damn. Did I write this? <laughs> okay. Hey, Taryn and Ashley. I oh, my Siri just went on. <laughs> so there's no one in your contacts by that name. <laughs> Um. Okay, I would really love your advice, and I'm sure other people out there would benefit from hearing this story and your advice. I just recently discovered your podcast and have not stopped listening to it. The OCD in me had me start all the way from the beginning to where it all began. I'm like that too. I'm so proud of you. Wow. I can't jump in. Jump into anything. Mm. Like I have to start from the beginning, and I have to knock every single one out, or or like something within me is like i'm like that with shows
1: not at all with podcasts I'm unless it's a story yeah unless it's like a fictional but story. i've
0: mentioned before i i would not be surprised if i have slight ocd there's oh for sure there's certain things that tendencies i have or like i feel like we've talked about this multiple times you do i think i do I don't, you don't need to say you're shocked because we both
1: know that you do i think i do
0: which is so funny because one time i said something about oh like my OCD and I there were like three people that messaged me really aggressively and they were like OCD is not a joke it's a condition like that I think they thought I was trying to be like funny about it but I was like no 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 I don't think you understand like I legitimately think I have it. Also
1: to those people calm down.
0: I know. <laughs> Relax. Anyways okay thanks so Got you. Here for you. I literally die all the time laughing from your commentary, banter, and just the stories. We have great commentary.
1: I mean, and our banter. I don't fire. know about
0: today. I'd be I'm rough.
1: You know what? <laughs> I'm lagging today, but it's fine. You're doing great. We're doing great. <laughs> We're doing great. Yeah, that's why I said
0: okay. <laughs> I have shared your podcast with everyone in my office. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's all we're trying to do. To all our listeners, you have homework today to share do. this podcast with your Ten whole 10 people. At least. 10
1: people. Message them. Do you no, want us to give no favors or not? Context? No, con- I said contacts. Oh. No context. Just send them uh, this episode. Send it's them an a, episode. That's a good one. Okay.
0: And yeah. So we can get famous and gonna like, on tour. I'm going to shut up again
1: so, so Taryn can read. So Taryn and I can what? both quit our day jobs and we'll yes. just tour. <laughs> Bye.
0: Everyone. Bye. We'll
1: bring Mark. Too famous worry. for you. Yeah. Mark? Mark and his dog
0: can come. Get ready. Cool, cool, cool. We're going on tour. All right, Taryn. All right. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. I'm in the office. Uh, Because the stories are so relatable and I just couldn't help but share with everyone. Thank you. Wow. Anyway, uh, you're reading for the story. (laughs) So again, this story, it's not that long. Everyone always says that, but it's not that long. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Let (laughs) me begin (laughs) with stating that my dad and I have never been close or had the typical daddy-daughter bond that you would typically think of. My parents were high school. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. yeah. My parents were high school sweethearts and were married for 10 years before they had me. I'm an only child and from what I was told, their relationship was never that great after high school and during the marriage. I feel like a lot of high school sweethearts go through that because mm-hmm. it's yeah. like... When you're first dating, we just talked about this on about a story when you're first dating and everything's just having fun and Mm -hmm. like your connection and then you get older and it's like about responsibility and your beliefs and just the stress of life.
1: Also, the amount of growth that an individual goes through from high school to like the age of 28 to 25. Yeah. Dramatic. So imagine being in a committed relationship through that entire thing and basically dating someone who you didn't originally like fall for
0: yeah because like i'm not the same person i was when i was 18. no i'm not either 18 to 20. psychologists believe 18 to 25 is your like formative years so if you're dating someone within that time and you form into a person that's different from who you started with Mm -hmm. that's a hard that's hard because that's who they are now yeah um uh, they ended up separating and getting divorced a month before i was born oh my gosh that sucks yeah that sucks. So close. Yeah. So I grew up never living with my dad. Growing up, he was always working to pay bills and child support that my mom never saw. My dad had two other wives and a girlfriend growing up. Plot twist, they were all related from the same family. What? <laughs> wow. Talk about like awkward family functions. Wait, like just every Thanksgiving he shows up with a different family sister. Member.
1: Wait. Oh. They That's were wrong. all.
0: That's wait. like you getting married to someone and then you guys get divorced and then Alicia gets married to them oh, and then they get no. divorced and then a cousin or me because I'm family. Because i family. Hell no. No. How do you still. Yeah. That I would love to know what that looked like on a day to day basis. God. That has to be. I mean, I would I would kill
1: him. Everyone. And Alicia. Yeah together at the same time. Of course. With one bullet. No,
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dark. Okay, I'm done. FBI's listening. Morbid. Okay. In my perspective, he was, he always chose whichever one he was married or dating at the time, and their family over our family. Ew. My dad always put me in awkward situations where I was left unsafe or uncomfortable, and when I told him about it, he would always just dismiss me. I was the youngest of all my step-siblings. Fast well flash forward to when i turned 11 i started refusing to go to my dad's for his weekend i mean why would i want to go somewhere to feel unsafe and not even be with my dad but just with my step-siblings right my mom stopped making me go over to my dad's which created an an estranged relationship between my dad and i when i was 16 my mother died of cancer and i chose to stay living with my maternal grandfather and stepdad because six months prior to losing my mom, we lost her mom. I felt like I was obligated to stay with my stepfather and grandfather because we all just went through so much. First of all, I'm so sorry. Like I, I that is so heartbreaking. Oh my God. I have always been independent and especially practically raising myself because my mom's side of the family was always sick and in and out of hospitals. I'm now 25 years old and have been living with my dad due to unforeseen circumstances. And I hate to say it, but it is a very toxic environment. I have a boyfriend of nine and a half years, and we are in the process of saving up on our own to get a place next year. But being that I recently graduated with my master's and my boyfriend still is in school, money is very tight right now. My dad has never supported my relationship and won't even try to get to know my boyfriend and just says he's not the one. Mind you, my boyfriend has been my rock and helped me through everything, and he wouldn't hurt a fly. Literally, I killed the bugs for him. <laughs> I don't feel supported by my dad either. He had little faith in me going to college, let alone getting my master's. I put myself through school and pay most of my bills, and it is getting to the point where I don't want to come home anymore. My dad recently got a girlfriend, and her and I have not had a chance to get to know each other, even though I've tried. Again, he chooses to do things with her, even though I am the one putting an effort to do things with my dad to try to build a relationship with him. It has been a week, and I have made an effort every day to better our relationship by inviting him to dinner, and yet he chooses her over me every time. Tonight they were at the house, and I just felt so uncomfortable by them acting like teenagers and ignoring me. But yet he was spending the weekend down with her and her daughter because something came up. I'm writing to you because I need advice on what to do, how to feel somewhat comfortable in my own home again, and whether or not it's even worth putting in the effort with my dad. My family doesn't understand why my dad makes me so uncomfortable and why I feel this way. Thank you so much for reading this. And if you decide to share my story, you can say my name. Love, Jessica. Jessica. So heavy. (laughs) This girl needs a break. Like a
1: break. I feel like we should start a GoFundMe so she can move out.
0: I know, right?
1: <laughs> I I can't imagine, um, one, everything you've gone through, but not the feeling of not being able to go home mm-hmm. and not wanting to go home. So hard. Like, wrecks me because home is like, it's supposed to be a sanctuary. Yeah. It's supposed to be where you can escape from the world, where you can let your guard down, where you can feel safe, where you can be vulnerable and you're clearly not able to do any of that and that's not fair Mm -hmm. like it's just not fair because that's not how it's supposed to be um but i i feel like we should take a moment to recognize like all of your accomplishments she stuck it to her dad and got her master's degree even though he didn't believe in her or support her which
0: like why what
1: kind of dad doesn't support their daughter going to school like
0: what what could possibly be a reason Behind discouraging your kid to go to school. Yeah, like, what kind of p- human being?
1: Why wants to tear you
0: down for going to school? And it's not like she expected his money because he hasn't been paying child support like her exactly. entire life. So, exactly, like-, like a butthole. I just love saying that name. Ashley's that not word. on one today. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just
1: it's so it's so messed up because clearly I I love I love the independence that you have and I applaud it and I am so proud of you for doing your own thing getting yourself through school even though no one supported you um, and paying for all your own bills that's incredible all all the way through your master's program yeah. like that's a lot that's a whole lot so I'm so proud of you. But that's not fair. Like that's not how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to have a family there supporting you and taking care of you along the way. You
0: know. Well, and even I mean, my I, my parents helped me like my first year in college, and then I had to take out loans, which I'll be paying off till I die. It's fine. Private (laughs) school, rough. But like they still made me feel. So supported during the entire thing. Like they would help me with books. If like I was a little short on money, they would um, you know, like ask me about school. They would encourage me. Like they would check in on me and be like, How are things going? Like it's it's not even just the money. It's the fact that he doubted her. Like she said he didn't have faith in me that I would graduate college, let alone my master's. Like what kind of evil person does that?
1: No, I mean my parents couldn't afford college either. It took me like damn near 6 years to get through it <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> for just my degree. My parents knew after the first year they're like this is going to be rough. Um but it's my, my parents couldn't run.
1: pay for it, but they they you know what? They made me dinner and they would help out with books and that's enough and that made me feel supported, you yeah. know? And that's what family's supposed to do. And yeah. I I had the absolute gift of being able to go home and like look forward to going home and like feel comfortable at home and she didn't even have that so that is it's such a it's such a bummer um obviously it has made you into the strongest human being oh yeah you're gonna kill it um and i can't wait for you to just freaking just yeah show your dad up one day um
0: but i am so sorry that
1: you're going through all of that
0: yeah um no, I I fully agree and I think uh there's a, okay, so there's a few more just like practical statements I want to make about this. One is I I don't know what your unforeseen circumstances are that made you have to move in with your dad. I'm assuming you've mentioned finances a couple times, so maybe it's like I financially just had to live there or I didn't have anywhere to go. So I totally get that. And obviously you have to do what you have to do. But I would definitely like try to find another solution. I agree. Whether it's a friend, whether it's a, a few friends that you're like, hey, can I stay for like a couple months with each of you? What, Whatever it is, maybe another family member. Um I would I would try to just reach out and see if there's another solution there. If not, then okay, we're moving past that point. Second thing I would say is I think at some point I applaud you so much for trying to better your relationship, especially with someone who doesn't seem to want to better it for themselves. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I don't think it's fair that you're trying to convince your dad to love you even in like the most minimal way. You should never have to convince anyone. No. So I think at some point, and I think we've we've touched on this before, I know I've had to do this with certain friendships and relationships in my life. It's almost like, um, you know in Vampire Diaries when they like switch their humanity off? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. feel like there's like, obviously not that extreme, but I think there's something that happens when a relationship is affecting and hurting you so much, you have to kind of like switch off a piece of you that and create distance enough to where that person doesn't hurt you anymore. And it's hard to do, especially like, I mean, it's really hard for me to do because I'm like an all or nothing person. But I think that you need to start seeing your dad for what he is, which is your roommate. And a person in your life who you are connected to, but who is just not deserving of your effort right now. Not a single ounce of it. No. And so I think you need to like put that for what it is. And when your expectations are that low, you're not getting hurt as much. It doesn't mean you can't like come back in and try again. Or if he comes around, you're like, no, you had your chance. You know what I mean? But you've got to protect yourself. And the last thing I will say is I'm a big believer in like nesting and making your room a safe space. So I would put all of your energy into making your room an oasis that you can just come home, you escape to your room, whatever it is, whether it's twinkle lights, whether it's candles, whether it's decor, you can go to thrift stores and find super cool furniture and like different things. But I would invest in nesting and making your room
2: your Just your own,
0: like that's your apartment. Like think mm-hmm. about it as like I am renting a room and this is my room. This is my safe space. This is where I go to escape. And I feel like if you do some of those things, I think it will alleviate some of the pressure until yeah. you're able to freaking peace out. Like, <laughs> like get out. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Um, I work really well with plans. I've always been this way. I hated my eighth grade year with a passion and I sat down with my mom and made a plan about how I was going to get through the next like six months because I hated. Really? I didn't know the same thing happened in high school. My best friend was a year older than me. So my senior year hated it. It was like the worst. And yeah. I sat down with my mom and made a plan about I made a whole outline of what the last few like that last year was going to look like. And it. I stuck to it. And that like got me through. And I've always been that way. I feel like you have two options. Um, you can go with option A, which is And uh, Sorry, I should reiterate. um, This really depends on how toxic it is in the home, and only you know that answer. If it is extremely toxic and you have to get out now, then I would make it a full-time job reaching out to friends asking Mm -hmm. if they know of a friend or if they are willing to let you like couch surf for the next year (laughs) um, between your friends or if they know of someone who you know would give you a room for cheap rent Um, i had a friend who was getting engaged and would money was tight and she did not want to live with her mom because it was Mm -hmm. a very toxic relationship and she ended up at a friend's parents house and Renting a room and that was money was tight, but she would have much rather done that than live with her mom. And like that was better for her. Yeah. So I feel like you have to, I feel, so I feel like that's option A Mm -hmm. is you, you make it your number one priority to find something, even if it's couch surfing, if depending on the toxicity level, if it's doable and you feel like you can get through it, then I would make the tightest budget, (laughs) like tightest, like do what you got to do, but very conservative when it comes to shopping, when it comes to food, when it comes to gas, like if you can walk, maybe walk or bike or whatever, and get out of there as soon as you can by saving as much as you can. Yeah. Um, I feel like I work really well when I see how much money I'm allowed to spend, and I'll be like, mm, do I want that coffee or do I want to move out, <laughs> Yeah. And I, and I know it's extreme, but you seem like a very strong person. I think you can handle it. That's kind of what you have to do when you're in sticky situations. Yeah. And I think those are your two solid options. Yeah. Um, either get out of there as soon as you can to protect yourself and deal with having to possibly live on the couch or pinch your pennies and, yeah. and get out of there a little bit later. Yeah. But, you know, still quick.
0: Yeah, I think just really invest in focusing on solutions yes. and what to do. And, and include your boyfriend. Yeah, <clears throat> but I don't think you said like, do I keep trying with my dad? Mm-mm. I feel like you've done a lot and I think that if he comes around, he will, and then awesome, but if not, then you need to like worry about yourself right now. Everyone's level is different, but you're 25. He has had 25
1: years to make some kind of attempt yeah, at anything. So the fact that there has been nothing in my opinion, is reason enough to to back off and focus on yourself.
0: Well, yeah, because it's hurting you. It'd be one yeah. thing if
1: you were like, oh, that's annoying. Yeah, if you guys had like, you know, if he had been around and was trying here and there, like maybe try to give it more time. But he clearly, he's not prioritizing yeah. you, so you shouldn't prioritize him.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry,
1: Jessica. That's such a bummer.
0: But I, I think I think like you're in the part of life that mm-hmm. shapes you so much mm-hmm. and you're so close to the part where like, all your training, all your strength, everything that's happened, like, leads you to, like, an exciting time yeah. in life. Yeah, and
1: there is, obviously, you have a great guy in your life, and you are you guys are trying to move out. There is a light <laughs> at the end of this tunnel. Yeah. And it might be a, a, a rough, like, next year, but it's happening, and it's going to yeah. happen soon. And b- I know it does probably doesn't feel like it right now, but time really does fly, and it'll be here before you know it.
0: Yeah, it really does. Ugh. You got this, girl. You got it. We support you. You got this. We're here for you. Well, thank you so much, guys, for writing in. Yeah, Um, beautiful stories Really appreciate it. And for everyone listening, I hope you were able to take something away from this, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to give you a dad joke. Wrap it up with a dad joke, Taryn. Why are prisoners not good musicians?
1: (laughs) Chains.
0: The old bars. one word answer. <laughs> Close. Because they're always behind a few bars and uh, can't find the key. Uh, that's so good. Oh, wait, that was a good right? one. That was real great.
1: good. That was real
0: good. All right, y'all. We love you so much. Um stick around. <laughs> We're a good time. We're a great time. Uh follow us on the socials. Like,
1: rate, share, rate, review, review, subscribe. Rate,
0: subscribe. All the things. All the things. And, um, and we'll see um, you next. We'll week. see you next week. So, <laughs> <Okay, okay,
1: okay. laughs> bye.
2: You, bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie.